0: And, and today I wanted to talk about decluttering. But first, I just wanted to share something funny that my kids said this week. So, my three year old was climbing all over me, and my five year old had been also trying to sit in my lap. And so, I was feeling very overwhelmed, very touched out. And so, I said, Kids, I need some space. And my three-year-old goes, space? Need space? And I said, yeah, mommy needs some space. And he goes over to our bookshelf with our games on it, and he points to Twister, and he says, no, this needs space. Because every time that they ask to play Twister, I say, okay, we don't have any space for it. We need to clean up we have no space we got to clean up so i thought it was so funny that he just he's like no you don't need space this needs space the way the, the way kids think about things and make connections is just so fun to watch i love it it's one of my favorite things uh tonight at the dinner table we were playing i spy and It was the first time that my three-year-old was really able to participate. He will often guess, he'll make guesses of things, but today he was actually able to pick something and name its color and we were able to guess. It only worked one time and then the second time he got confused and thought that he was guessing instead of us guessing whatever he had picked. So, you know, win some, lose some. But I just I love watching kids grow up and seeing the things that they learn and seeing them progress and it's bittersweet. It's so bittersweet because you get to hit all of these new phases and you get to do more things with them. They can comprehend more of what you're saying and what you're doing and you don't have to worry about them as much as you used to. I mean, at least for, for young kids. But then at the same time, it's a little sad knowing that an old phase is over and that, you know, like w- with my kids, they've been learning to say some words correctly that they used to not be able to. And it's hard to see them grow up just very very bittersweet so back to decluttering today I actually got the opportunity to declutter and organize a few different drawers and cabinets and it kind of inspired me again to do more of that I feel like in our house we're always going through these projects. And I'm sure it's pretty common for people to always have projects going on in their house, but I was talking to my husband and I I said I feel like we're always in process of something or another. Like we just traded out a bookshelf that we had in our living room for a different one and then we moved a shelf into our office and so lots of moving pieces the bookshelf that we traded out the the new one is taller but it also doesn't have as much width to it And so there are certain things that just don't fit. And plus, we already had things that we were trying to add into the shelf that we had out there. So there was a pile of things that hadn't been organized and hadn't been put away. And so now all of our homeschool supplies, for example, are on the shelf and easily accessible. And then all of my kids' books, they're no longer like stacked on top of each other like they were. But they take up two entire shelves of this bookshelf. And so now I'm trying to figure out where all of the rest of the stuff that used to be on the other shelf goes. And that's been kind of a process. But today it was nice. I went and I found this shelf for Black Friday. One of the ones that goes underneath the sink. And it's kind of adjustable so that you can account for the pipe under there. And I just really needed to add some height. Some vertical storage under our sink. So I pulled everything out and I went through it. And then funny enough it looks like a little more busy now that i've put it back together but we actually have a lot less stuff in there and everything is a lot more accessible and you can see everything that we have whereas before i had like a lot of our um, medications and first aid supplies all just kind of like thrown into this basket and the basket concealed a lot of the clutter but then we also would run into the problem where we could never find what we were looking for. And we would run into where we would double buy because we couldn't tell what we already had. Like, I found three tubs of Vaseline. And I'm pretty sure that we bought at least two of them at the same time. But I didn't realize that we had three plus a couple of like spare travel tubes. I I think being able to see everything will be really beneficial. But you know something that is super interesting is when I am decluttering things, I'm coming from a mindset of like, I grew up and we didn't have a lot of money. And so you held on to things or you made them work because you didn't know if you'd be able to replace them. And then... A large major- majority of my marriage we also have not had a lot of money and so we try to make do and you hold on to things and you have like I, I try to be prepared I try to buy things on sale I would stock up on stuff and I've learned a lot since I began decluttering last year so today when I was going through my bathroom cabinet I decided to finally get rid of some baby lotions that I've had at least three years, if not five or more. I want to say I got them when my daughter was born, roughly five years ago, and we haven't used a lot of baby lotion. My kids haven't really seemed to need it, and so I had two full containers of baby lotion that sounded a little watery when I shook them up, so I just threw them away. But I held onto them for so long because I was like, oh, what if they do suddenly need lotion? Maybe I should use this baby lotion because I constantly am using lotion. But I never wanted to use the baby lotion. I wanted to use the lotion that I had bought for myself. And I held on to it for so long that it just went to waste. I mean, five years that has been taking up space in a cabinet or a drawer and taking space away from other things that I could store there. Like You get to the point where you're storing so many things that you don't really need or that you don't really use that everything that you do use is out and, ta- and cluttered and like we had a ton of stuff on our bathroom counter that really didn't need to be up there but it didn't feel like we had any other space to put it away but for some reason throwing away those baby lotions was really hard to do until today when I realized we just didn't need it and it really wasn't any good anymore. The same thing with old medications. Now, I know you shouldn't just throw away old medications, but you shouldn't hold on to old medications either. You should dispose of them properly. And we had tons and tons of bottles of just random medications and things that, I mean, I think one of them that I found was all the way expired in 2019. So that's four years ago that it's been expired. Now... I'm not saying you can't use things past the expiration date. That's totally a personal choice. But if we haven't used it in four years, chances are we probably are not going to use it. And I know some medications and other things aren't really safe to use past the expiration date anyway. But coming from the mentality of not having money, not knowing if you're going to be able to replace it, it can be really hard to let things go. And I've had to do it like little baby steps at a time. So last year when I started decluttering and going on this journey to kind of like try to simplify and and have less and make space for the things that we really do use or need or want, I, I found a tub of clothes that I had had some of which were clothes that I wore when I was in high school and I graduated over 10 years ago and I haven't been able to wear any of the clothes from high school probably in at least eight years or more. Obviously I didn't have a whole wardrobe from high school but the clothes that I did have were favorites my my favorite pair of yoga pants. Uh, I think I had a jacket or two that was one of my favorites. And so I held on to it because it was hard to let it go. Until I realized, first of all, I had no idea that I still even had clothes from high school hanging around. But after this amount of time, I realized that they really didn't mean that much to me anymore either. I think that's one key to decluttering is just the passage of time to one, see if it's really worth holding on to because after, after a period of time, if you're not using something that you own, you probably don't need it. But also, as time goes on, I think certain things mean less and less to us. Now, obviously, it's going to be different for different things. Like, I personally still have my wedding dress. It's something very special to me. It's not something that I am personally ready to get rid of. But then there are other things that have meant something to me, like old jewelry that I've had that was my favorite, that I would wear all the time, but it was it, it gets tarnished. Or you lose a rhinestone in it, or maybe after a while your style just changes and it gets easier to get rid of. Baby clothes were very much the same way for me. After I had my daughter, I held on to pretty much everything from zero to 12 months and even some beyond because I knew that I wanted more than one kid and I didn't know if I would have a girl next or not. But then I had my son, and so I was able to let go of some of my daughter's clothes, just knowing that a lot of the styles would change before I would ever have another daughter. If I had another daughter, um, over time the stains became more apparent, and I knew that I didn't really want to dress my next girl in a bunch of stained clothes. I realized that there were more people who could use the the good clothes that I had instead of them just sitting in a closet to possibly get ruined so I've been able to just hold on to a few key pieces of baby clothes that I have my favorite memories of her in or things that were from when I was a baby and she got to wear you know, the the most special clothes. And at first, I felt like there were quite a few pieces of clothing that I had really fond memories of her in and I felt like I couldn't get rid of yet. But over time, as I go back through, I'm able to get rid of more and more things. And it works the same way in our house too. So when I have decluttered in my kitchen... There's not a lot of things with sentimental value in my kitchen. So it's a really nice place to declutter. And the first round that I did, I was able to get rid of a lot of things that I realized I just didn't really like using or things that we had extras of. And the hardest thing to me at that point was getting rid of things and knowing that I had spent money on them. And so it felt like that money was going to waste. But the more that I thought about it, I thought it's already going to waste because I'm not using it. And if I can clear out the things that I'm not using, I can more clearly see the things that I have. And if there's something that I end up needing more, I now have this space for that item that will be more useful to me. So that's how I kind of cleared out my kitchen the first time, but as I have gone back through over and over again, I'm able to get rid of more and more things. Like the first time I went through all of my measuring spoons, I had a few sets and I was able, I, I think I actually found out that I had like five or six sets of measuring spoons for whatever reason. They came in different came with different kitchenware or we got gifted them or whatever it was. And I was able to get rid of, I think, two sets at that point, but it still left me with three or four sets. I just couldn't bring myself to get rid of a few of these sets either because I had just recently gotten them or I thought that they were really pretty. And so I held on to them. But I just recently reorganized my drawers and I found that I was able to get rid of another set because I realized I just didn't really need it I think so now I believe I have two sets of measuring spoons and that that's all I need I mean some people would even say that they don't need two, but I do a lot of cooking and baking and I I end up using my measuring spoons in baking products and and other things so I guess my point of all this being if you are starting on a decluttering journey and you find it hard to get rid of stuff it's okay keep going because every little bit that you do does make a difference and then you'll go back and you'll be able to get rid of more i am not the perfect like minimalist person by any means in fact I'm sure that anyone who doesn't know that I've been been decluttering probably would not be able to tell if they walked into my house. But last year, I was able to get rid of over a thousand things in six months. And before I had started, before I had started counting the things I was getting rid of, I actually had gotten rid of like. Boxes like many, many boxes of just clothes and other items that we didn't need. And then I realized that that had felt so good that I wanted to keep decluttering, but I wanted to see the progress because it's really easy to see like 15 boxes of stuff leave your house, have a garage sale, have it donated. But then once you've done that, like major decluttering it can be a lot harder to see the progress of like the day-to-day stuff that you're getting rid of. Like today, while decluttering um, a few cabinets and drawers, I got rid of about 30 things and that doesn't include like the trash or other expired things that I was getting rid of. Like that is just things that we had that we didn't need anymore that I got rid of. And 30 things in one day like that's awesome but then I add it to my my larger total and I have gotten rid of 850 things this year and I see that number and for me it's really motivating because my goal is to get rid of a thousand things by the end of the year this year and I know like it's a little bit harder considering I got rid of a lot of like the extra fluff last year when I was doing my major decluttering project, and so I've been able to kind of keep track. It's not a perfect system. I kind of just decide what I want to count. Uh, for example, paperwork is something that often needs decluttered, and so I kind of I kind of go on like a case by case basis. If I am throwing away some scrap paper that my kids have been drawing on or whatever, I usually don't count it. I consider that trash and trash is going to be thrown away anyways. If I have cards that I have kept for sentimental value and then I go back and decide that I don't really need to hold on to 20 cards from this one person, I'll usually count the cards that I get rid of and, and their envelopes. So the card in the envelope is one thing in that case. When I'm going through old socks, if it's a spare sock that doesn't have a match, it counts as one thing. But if I'm getting rid of a pair of socks that no longer work or they have holes in them, whatever, I'll count that as one thing as well. If I'm getting rid of something that has a lot of parts to it, I'll count it as one thing because if the parts are unusable without the main item, I'm not going to count those individual parts. So like if I'm getting rid of a puzzle that has missing pieces or whatever, I'm just counting the puzzle as one item. And so I kind of just, I do whatever feels right to me there have also been times where I've gone through old bills and receipts or things that I've held on to for whatever reason and I'll count like filling one grocery bag full as one item just because it's a, a bunch of papers I don't need to count all of the single papers that I have so that's kind of my my system the, the benefits that I've noticed from decluttering are, one, I really like organizing and decluttering and making space, spaces more functional. I, again, I wouldn't say that I'm an expert at it, but it is something that I enjoy doing, and so it brings me satisfaction to get rid of things, and to clean things out, and to have things organized. So that, that's one benefit. For two, I've noticed that when we have less clutter in our house, and things are organized and clean, then it gives a better feeling to our house overall. This year, I'd say it hasn't been as great, because I decluttering hasn't been one of my main focuses or projects of the year like it was last year and so our house has been a little more cluttered. We also have been getting into homeschooling which brings a lot of extra books and supplies and things like that into our house. My son is older this year and so he has a lot of his own interests like he is very interested in dinosaurs and construction vehicles and a lot of those things that my daughter hasn't been interested in. And so now we have toys that he likes and that he has an opinion on, but we still have all of my daughter's stuff. I try not to declutter their things without them. This has been a real learning process for me. We actually, so we had, we had a move. We were moving out of the house that we rent, and we're planning on moving into a a different house, and it it was supposed to be like a two-week thing, and it turned into a four-month move, and while, and during those four months, we were living with my in-laws, and we just had one room for the four of us, and so we had a lot of our stuff, like I'd say 90% of our things packed away into a storage unit. And that included pretty much all of my kids' toys. And at the time, my daughter was two, two to three years old. I think she just barely turned three, like in the middle of it. And so she was at that stage where her toys meant a lot to her. She didn't have access to her play kitchen, which was one of her main things. She didn't have some of her ride-on toys. or and So it was just, there was a lot of things that were packed away for a much longer time than we expected. Ever since then, she's had like this fear of us packing up her stuff or us getting rid of things or her not being able to have them. And so I've tried to be a lot more sensitive to that because she obviously feels a a connection to her things. And I mean, why wouldn't she? Her toys are one of her main. Playing is her job at this stage of life. And so it's understandable why. She has attachment to her toys. She also she's very good at playing. She's very creative and does a lot of pretend play and that that includes taking care of babies and pretending to be a superhero and cooking in her kitchen and just lots of exploration into what she can be. That also means that We have a lot of toys, we have a lot of dress-up stuff, we have a lot of odds and ends, and sometimes it can be very overwhelming, especially because our living room is the play area. They have their room, and we have the living room, and those are the only two spots that they can really play because we have a small house, and our living room is combined with our dining room, so it kind of gets sprawled out across the whole room. As the kids have gotten older, I've had to figure out how to encourage them to let go of things that they don't play with, or things that are broken, or things that are maybe too young for them, like baby toys and things. But I also have tried to let them decide, and I go through their toys with them, and I'll say, hey, do you still play with this? They'll often say yes. And then I'll just wait for a while, a few weeks, and I'll come back to it and I'll say, hey, do you still play with this? Or, hey, we don't have a lot of room. How about we make some room by getting rid of the things that you don't like anymore? It doesn't always work, but I have, I have been able to get my daughter to get rid of things that I didn't even know that she wanted to get rid of. Sometimes it can be a little disheartening as a parent to see your child be willing to get rid of something that is of better quality or what we think is cuter or maybe a better toy for something that maybe isn't as in good of a shape or maybe that we don't like as much. But I think fostering that Ability to, to decide for themselves what they do and do not want is really what's important. I think that's what's going to play off in the long run. In the meantime, I have found myself rather than trying over and over and over to get them to get rid of more things, I've tried to be a little more conscious of what is coming into our home. So it can be hard. As someone who loves giving gifts and especially loves shopping and finding deals and I mean in general I just really enjoy seeing my kids light up about new things and be excited to play with a new toy or a new activity or whatever it is. It's hard not to buy all the things but this year I've tried very hard to Think over what are things that are going to grow with them. What are things that are going to foster more creative play? What are things that are quality and that will last for a while? And then general subjects. So in our house, Santa will usually bring one, one big gift and fill their stockings with snacks and activities and maybe a little trinket or two. But then for us, we are going more with something to wear, something to read, something to play with, something to dress up with, like very like specific categories. And it's made their individual gift list much smaller this year and much more intentional. And I think in the long run will help us to not fill our house with with things that we don't really need because as much decluttering as you can do you're going to have to keep decluttering over and over if you can't learn to manage what you're bringing into your house and that that's been something that has that I've really had to work on learning Um, I'd say especially in regards to food we have not always been able to afford food that we like or just afford food very well in general and that was a hard time to look in our in our pantry and our fridge and not really see a lot of food in there and so i have gotten into the habit of kind of stocking up on things on things that are on sale or snacks Uh, To the point where I think we just recently had about six boxes of cereal. And only two of them were recent purchases. The other four were cereals that had just been sitting in the pantry for a long time. And I didn't want to get rid of them because it felt like a waste of money. But also no one was eating them. And so what I've been working on this year is only stocking up on the things that I know that we use like we go through mayonnaise for example and so I'll make sure that we have one extra unopened mayonnaise in the pantry when we have one in the fridge or other condiments are like really good, like we use a lot of ketchup we use a lot of chocolate syrup in our house for chocolate milk um I used to keep like enough stuff to make chili like three times over because we we make a lot of chili, especially in in the cold seasons. But I've tried to make it so we have one set of things, of the canned items to make chili and leave it at that. It takes up a lot less space in our pantry. I can actually see what we have. And then we don't have cans of beans being pushed way to the back of the pantry and then never being used like something I discovered this year is that we had about six cans of green beans we don't use a lot of green beans we don't eat a lot of green beans and most of them were expired by like a couple of years I've been able to use them still because they, they're they still okay to use but I became aware of them, I've been able to use them, and I haven't restocked them because it's not an item that we use very often. And so these are just some of the things that I've learned along my decluttering journey, and I'm still learning a lot. The best advice I can give to somebody starting out is to start with somewhere small and start with a place that isn't super sentimental because if you can gain that momentum... It kind of does a snowball effect. So you know, if you start in your kitchen or you start in your bathroom, and you clear out the old beauty products that you're not using, or you you clear out like that that set of cups that you don't really like anymore, or in in the kitchen if you have a lot of those um, a lot of those condiments that you get from eating out. For some reason, those gather in our house, and we we use some of them. But when I when I cleared them out before, there were a ton that we just we don't use. Like I think we had Taco Bell sauce packets, and we never use Taco Bell sauce. So you'll fi- you'll find those areas that are easy to clear out, easy to make space, and as you see the extra space that you have, and you're able to see. The things that you do use more clearly, it can provide momentum for you to keep going. And if you make a habit of regularly going through things, getting rid of things that you don't need, like I saw, I saw somebody with the tip that if you have a delivery like from Amazon or somewhere, you can use that box to then go around your house and gather things to then donate. And so you have an item coming in and a few going out and it kind of evens out the flow of what you're accumulating in your house. I'd say during this season of of the year, it's a little harder to do that with so many boxes coming in and out. But you have to find out what works for you. And the, the last piece of advice that I would give is that your decluttering journey doesn't have to look like anybody else's. Only you know the progress that you've made, and everyone's starting from a different background, everyone's starting from a different different way of living. And so there are some people who own a lot more items than others. And so it might be a little harder to tell when people have got when those who own a lot of items have gotten rid of a bunch so just keep track of your own process progress and good luck thanks so much for listening you guys i'll catch you in the next